welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in the series on how to win in 2024. We just started this, uh, you only missed one so far, but I would definitely encourage you to go back and listen to it. It was a great kickoff, gave you a lot of information about different topics we'll be talking about and some great people that we will be interviewing. In fact, one of them I consider a celebrity, Steven Seiler. And uh, I think you're really going to enjoy that one. Uh, we're going to be br- we're going to be setting that out on the broadcast soon, as well as Manya Chalinsky, and uh, she has a podcast called Notes on Resilience. Uh, but some great, great people. We're going to be interviewing even more. So I've got another one coming up soon, um, and she's going to be she is a, a a PTSD certified trauma expert. And so we're going to touch base on some important things that you need to know, signs to look for, and ways to steer around uh, catastrophizing and all the things that happen commonly with people with PTSD, but really all of us suffer to some degree or another. And I want to help you overcome those setbacks before they happen. So today, speaking of which, um, I want to talk about half-heartedness. I don't know a lot of podcasters that talk about half heartedness and I I think we all have our own opinions on what that might look like or what that is to you personally Um, but what I understand about it we're going to talk about from a neurological level from a heart level and help you to kind of see this hopefully from a different angle because there's a lot of psychology and physiological uh, understanding that goes into why we get the results we do or why we constantly hit a brick wall um, in terms of half-heartedness. Now, half-heartedness, and if you remember the last time we were together, we talked about hope versus intentionality. And uh, when it comes to hope, you know, basically, you know, it's it's great, and you got to have hope, but it's, it is kind of that, it can be, in some ways, sort of half-hearted. Like, okay, I hope this happens, but eh, what do I do if it doesn't? So then you only put half of the effort into it versus being intentional or having a uh, a mindset of intentionality and a heart of intentionality, you're going to push forward no matter what. You're going to have a plan of action in place and you're going to persevere to the end. So when we talk about half-heartedness, um, we're talking about cognitive dissonance to some degree. And cognitive dissonance is obviously the opposite of cognitive resonance. But cognitive dissonance, and I like to define it as your heart and your head are not in agreement. <laughs> so in other words, you might have a mental assent that you're going to do this no matter what. You're going to make this happen, right? You're all in, right? You've got this intentionality and you feel like you're going to make it happen. But in your heart, you're constantly second-guessing yourself. You're questioning yourself and your ability I can't tell you how many clients I've worked with as a coach and an executive performance coach and executive coach who have said, well, you know, I, I, I really am afraid I'm going to let myself down. Well, right there, you're starting off with a wrong mindset. Now, I realize there's this, there is an element of realism or realisticness that a lot of people fall back into. And there is definitely some foundation there in terms of realism. 
that you know you got to keep your feet on the ground right you can't be so far out in the distance that you can't see any kind of reality and it, for example if you want to be a singer but you can't carry a tune that's obviously not realistic okay but there is also a line that shouldn't be crossed and that's what I want to talk about in regards to the cognitive dissonance piece so if you're cognitively dissonant about anything, be it, you know, advancing on your job, you know, uh, being a better leader, being a better parent, being a better spouse, uh, you know, uh, being able to make a certain amount of money or accomplish a certain goal, you know, maybe running a marathon this year or what, whatever your goals might be, aspirations. Um, yes, understand there is a certain amount of realism that has to be understood, but at the same time, if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. In other words, you've got to be willing to push beyond that comfort zone and 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 see things beyond what you ever thought you could before, okay? So the only way you can stop the dissonance when you do something like that, because it's going to be an automatic response to be dissonant, right? But the only way you can stop it is to feed your heart and mind constantly with the right messages. So if you're listening to bad messages all the time or you're constantly catastrophizing in your heart and mind or you're half-hearted, you're only going to get half the performance out of yourself, half the outcome, half the consistency, and you're only going to end up with half of the inner value, all right? So you'll never really align with your best self and get cognitively consonant, which is our goal, right? So what do I mean by the right messages? Well, I mean, when I put together a coaching program for any client, a lot of the things I give them is uh, a vision statement. We've got to write a solid one or two sentences of who we want to become. And we've got to get that in front of us. So I laminate it on cards. I have them put them on their mirrors in front of them all the time to speak it and feel it. Now you might say, well, that's just hooey. I've tried that before. That didn't work. Well, did you try it half-hearted? <laughs> or did you try it all in? And just even if it was uncomfortable, even if it felt weird, keep pushing through and keep pushing through because there is an absolute fact scientific fact that your heart and your mind um, see an imagined event the same way they see reality okay now an example of that might be um, you know uh, uh, like a horror movie or um, you know a, a, a love story when you're engaged in that movie all in right your emotions are engaged you're locked in you're in the zone listening you feel like you're in that movie. So you might start crying in a love story or you might be just terrified in a, in a horror film. Um, now I'm not a, I'm definitely not an advocate of horror films, but it's a good example to use because you're really tricking your mind. Well, you can also trick your mind with a solid vision statement and specific goals and plans of action that are broken down that you can keep moving towards, even when it's uncomfortable, pushing past the uncomfortableness. Because that uncomfortableness, essentially, in the form of cognitive dissonance, is simply neural networks and pathways that have not yet formed. So you have the ability all through life to form neural, new neural connections, whether you're learning a new skill, a new language, whatever it is, it's always going to be uncomfortable at the front. But if you stay with it long term, you end up with the cognitive consonance or resonance. Okay? And so that's the goal here. And, and the only way to end it is to stay with it. Okay, so the vision statement, I come up with goals for them. I have them read on those goals, study, write out at least three plans of action on those goals consistently every day, <laughs> at least five minutes a day, which isn't a lot of time to dedicate, right? But that's the only way you're going to wire it in. 
And, and then pay attention to your heart energy. Now, what I mean by heart energy, and I don't want to spend too much time on this part of it, but I want you to understand that you do emit a magnetic energy. Now, it's nothing spooky or hokey, okay? But think about it. When you get in the room where somebody's angry with you, can you feel it? Can you feel that anger? Or, or you walk into a conflict situation. Can you feel that energy coming towards you? Yes, you can. A dog can sense fear. That's their predatory. Uh, human beings can sense those same heart energy feelings if they pay more attention and become aware of it. So you need to become more aware of the energy you're emitting, especially if you're in a job interview or you're being put on the spot somewhere where you have to work something out with someone. Pay attention to how, how you're feeling in that moment because how you feel can't be hidden. And again, that cognitive dissonance is only going to make it harder for you. So the more you work on the cognitive constants, the more you change or raise your heart energy to a higher magnetic level, literally creating kind of a, you know, well, actually a magnetism, okay? As weirdly as that sounds. I mean, have you ever been around somebody that you were just magnetized to? Well, typically it's because you both kind of share some kind of, of similarities. Not always. Sometimes it's lust and passion and all. I, I get all that, okay? But I'm not going to try to go down a bunch of rabbit holes on this. I just want you to get the gist of what we're talking about today so that you can begin to see yourself in a whole different light. Um, but you've got to create some passion and zeal to change your neurochemistry. Now, when you, again, become intentional instead of hopeful and you move away from half-heartedness or cognitive dissonance, you're going to create a certain amount of passion or zeal. Not right away. You've got to stay diligent with this daily for uh, at least three weeks. At least, okay? At least three weeks. Uh, but you'll start to develop this passion or zeal that'll seem more and more and more and more real as you convince your heart and mind of what is true, like the horror movie or the love story where you're all in, right? We've got to get you all in. Now, once you've done that, you're going to shift your neurochemistry from a stress, a state of stress hormones such as, you know, cortisol, adrenaline, you know, neuropinephrine, all, all neuropinephrine, all of those stress hormones that just constantly make you catastrophize and think worst case scenario and keep you in cognitive dissonance into serotonin, oxytocin, uh, you know, all of these positive neurochemicals that are instead going to make you feel excited. Dopamine especially is a huge piece to this. And social media companies know this. They get you addicted to the social media through a constant release of dopamine because every time you have a moment of, of um, agreement, success, cognitive resonance or consonance, where you feel like you're, you know, you're actually getting somewhere, where you're starting to come in agreement between your heart and your head, and you start to feel fully happy, not half happy, full-hearted into something, not half performing, where you're beating yourself up, oh, I did it again, or I knew I was going to fail, where you're changing the inner narrative in you. Success will always breed success, okay? And Tony Robbins even stated, progress equals happiness. So to create that progress and to get past that half-heartedness, you've got to begin to create more progress, especially inside, because that's where it always begins. Because that's where all the wiring is taking place. That's where all the neurochemistry is taking place to evolve and change you to see yourself and feel like a completely different person. 
when you start to feel like a completely different person because you pushed through the uncomfortableness for long enough that's when you're gonna start really seeing doors open and results and believe me I've seen it in hundreds of people I could give you example after example of how this has happened for people and it's it's really remarkable it's almost like mind-blowing okay um, so anyway I'm, I'm out of time for today but I hope that kind of gives you an idea on the importance of being all in and training or retraining your brain and your heart to create cognitive resonance cognitive consonants and a stronger heart energy we've got a lot more for you I want to talk yet about habits of self-sabotage how to stop those habits we're going to talk about gratitude we're going to talk about high performers habits of high performers and of course we've got our interviews coming up very very soon so stick with us please share this if it's been a benefit to you and I would love a review or a rating that always helps more people get the message now go out there and win in 2024 reframe and rewire keep reaching higher thanks for joining